Welcome to Marriage with Swag, down-to-earth conversations on all things marriage. So tune in, sit back, and enjoy the show. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Marriage with Swag. This is the fellas episode. Marriage with Swag is a conversation about marriage. Some of the things that we're going to talk about are any and everything that could come up in a marriage. So in case you didn't know, Marriage with Swag stands for Sanders, Wilson, and Grace. Hello, my name is Dion. I'm a welder. Just laid back kind of guy. Is that just a trade skill or is that a passion for you? It's pretty much both. I am skilled traded, but it is a passion because I love to do it. So a couple of years back, my dad got a barbecue grill made by this welder. And let me tell you, man, it's better than any barbecue grill I've ever gotten from any store ever. Because, I mean, this cat was real good at what he did. Like he got the metal, he melted it, he molded it, he welded it together and just made this awesome grill with a smoker on the side of it. That's just off the chain. You got those kind of skills? Yes, sir, I do. <laughs> I'm Grace. I'm in the military. I've been married for seven years to Cynthia, and my trade is computer science. So I'm a server administrator. Uh, anything dealing with managing applications or running servers, that's what I do. Passion wise, love some politics. That's what my degree is in, is political science. I try my best to marry my political science passion with my trade skill, which is computer science. I love what I do. been doing it for about 15 years, and I'm shooting for that 20-year retirement. How you doing, everyone? I'm Q. I've been married for 12 years. My passion is truck driving. I have my own trucking business going on, and we're working on building an empire. Are we talking like the guy who comes and delivers the mail, or are we talking like the guy who you see on the highway and he's going 70 miles per hour and you're scared because it's big old trucks coming next to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I do now. You know, I mean, I'm the guy on the road right now, but I'm behind the scenes. I'm also working on getting someone in my truck and getting more than one truck and have my own company, you know. Oh, so you try to get a fleet of trucks. Yeah, well, it's called Wilson Logistics. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a nice man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we we working on it and I'm working on some logos and things like that. We're trying to really uh, get this thing moving effectively this year, man. I, I, it'll be a solid business. So I'll be looking to, you know, hire people and, you know, to do different things just to help out. How soon after you got married did you have your first kid? I had mine a year later. But you waste no time. <laughs> no, no, we waste no time, man. If I had the money. I would love to keep going, bro. You know? <laughs> keep going, bro. Back in the Bible days, man, family mean wealth and power. You see what I'm saying? So back in the days, man, they had kids and sons were like, man, that's what you want because your sons can have businesses and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You create wealth with your family. If I had the money... I have millions of kids. <laughs> I have my own army, man, for real. <laughs> well, uh, wow. So I got two. So. <laughs> hey, you tripping, man. <laughs> so I got two. A boy and a girl. We didn't wait too long after getting married either. Well, that's not true. We waited, but it was circumstances that made us have to wait. So right after getting married, I had to do a tour in Korea. And unfortunately, I couldn't bring my wife with me. Man, that was 
that to me was kind of like when you said Keisha told you to wait until after you got back from Iraq. Yeah. I think when she told you that, she was smart because she knew that if, if you guys were still as in love after you got back from Iraq as you were before you left, then she knew that it was meant to be. And so with us, we didn't have the luxury of waiting because I didn't get the orders to Korea until right after getting married. And so we got married, had about four months together, and then boom, I was I was on the plane, gone. And so we spent pretty much the first year of our marriage apart. And that first year was a really trying time for us. Now, fast forward, I get stationed back stateside. We're finally together and we're like, man, we're going to have so much fun as a young married couple. <laughs> and within the first month or two, she gets pregnant. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like, well, um, so much for that. <laughs> but, but I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. My, my kids are a blessing. So I have two kids. Do I plan on having any more? I would like one more. Cynthia might disagree with you, but uh, I would like to have three. Like three is my magic number. Preferably, you know, another boy. That'd be awesome. I'd be done at, at that point. Not close to a million, but, you know, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Go and get you about 10, 20 more, man. I'm good. You, you can have it. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. We had our first child nine months after we got married. Wasting no time. <laughs> no time. Yeah. Uh, she's four months now. Yeah, we didn't waste no time. We jumped right in there. And baby girl. Oh, man. Brand new parents. All right, I got to ask this question. Is she sleeping through the night? She is. She do get up sometimes. So, I mean, I know people going to hear this, but when she gets up, do you roll over and pretend you don't hear it? <laughs> Wife can deal with it, or do you get up? I, I'd rather not say. I think that's better right there, baby. I'll take care. When I hear it, if I hear it. But, yeah, I will, too. You know, when I do hear cry or whatever, I do try to get up. Is getting into you the family business, so to speak, something you would want your son to do? Most definitely, man, because my business is is for my kids. When I'm long gone, they have something to keep going. They won't have to struggle like I struggle. And Wilson Logistics trucking is just one of the revenues, you know. I mean, I got other things I'm planning on, you know. To me, I feel like why just play with one thing? I will just try other things as well. So, you know, I mean, I got the Wilson Logistics. Once my son gets older, even my daughters, if they want to continue the business, they can stay right here in our business and run it while I'm gone. You see what I'm saying? And still be set. They won't have to worry about things. Even when their kids come up, it can stay in the family. And that's the, the beautiful thing about having kids because yeah. that's your wealth. You can build your business off your family, you know? Yeah. So, and everybody benefits everybody. Yes. Whether it's a logistics company or a carpentry company or or, or anything, you know? Just whatever, like like Dion, he has the welding thing. So I mean, it's whatever you leave to your family. That's true. Like a lot of people have, well, my kids gonna do this, and my kids gonna do this, and my kids gonna do that. And sometimes those actually pan out, and the child is also willing to do that. You know, because you can't you can't tell your kid what they're gonna do with their life. I, at least I don't think so. Like your child needs to find their way. But do you have? a vision for what you would like your daughter to do, you know, when she starts a career, a profession. Like, I'll answer for me real quick. For me, it's, I would love for my children to serve in the military. For me, serving my country is, has been an amazing journey for me. My father's done it. Pretty much every male in my family 
uh, has served in the United States military. And it's a big part of the culture of my family. So for me, that's obviously a dream. Now, if my kids don't do that, that's their choice. But as a father, if I can project how it's going to be years from now, that will be my projection. So for you, what would you project your daughter doing? I would project her to maybe maybe being a, a nurse, a doctor, maybe a lawyer, you know, whatever she finds her calling to be, you know. Actually, with the nurse thing, uh, my mom was a nurse. I watched her take care of people that she didn't know for a long time. I think that's a great profession to get in because it's always a demand for doctors or nurses or whatever. But she don't have to do that. Whatever she finds fit to do, I'm going to try to point her in the, in, in the right direction to, to do this. This was this what makes this. This what makes that to get her in the right direction. Of course, I, I do want to own my own business or whatever. So that would be hers as well. I always had dreams of owning a fabrication company where I put things together and make them look good and, and sell them or whatever. Maybe that'll be hers one day. She can maybe even fabricate some things. It sounds to me like you work real hard and clearly your family's enjoying the fruits of that labor. Do you find it hard to balance work or the commitment you put at work with family life? I try to balance it all out. You know, even though I do work a lot, I still try to give my family the, the, the time that they need and that I need to be around them so we can always be in sync. And what about you, Q? Do you find it hard? You got to find it hard. I mean, being on the road, like you are, you have to be, man, I couldn't even imagine. It is hard. I'm just going to be honest with you. I've uh, been doing it for five years now. And one of the reasons for me to own my own business is so I can back off the road a little bit more. And now that I have my own business, I can back off the road a little bit more to balance my life with my family. Because at first it was very hard at first because I'm away like almost a month at a time. And, you know, my kids growing up at first, it's like, you know, when you come home, they always happy to see you, daddy, you know, screaming and jumping up and down and you know after a while man they they stop asking about you you know because you're gone so much like i said one of the reasons getting my own business it was to do that so now i can freely go and come as i please if i want to take off a week now i can say hey man for take a week off you know and be with my family so yeah uh it's it's as a truck driver it is hard to balance your family for me it's uh and, and q you can probably speak to this when you're in the military you kind of lose control. You give up that control. That's kind of a freedom you give up in your endeavor or your attempt to secure and serve your country. You give up your freedoms as well, some of them at least. And one of the freedoms you give up is being able to say, I want to go here and do this when I want to do it. So balancing the, the home and work life with that, you really can't. So I'll be content for about a year doing my thing, going to work, and then find out in an email Hey, by the way, six months from now, go to this base. And so I have to uproot my entire family and simply move them to that base. Now, that's what I signed up for from day one, 15 years ago. Cynthia did not. And so the hardest part about balancing that home and work life is every time I uproot and move from city, city A to city B, I've got a job when I get there. But she doesn't, man. And so she's had to start over so many times, putting in resumes building up work experience every single time we've had to move. And so far, I've had to move three to four times. And so we'll get comfortable somewhere and then boom, I get orders and you've been working at this job for a year and a half. That sucks. 
let's go to a new city and try again. And so I try to, at least while we're at our new location, cater everything to her because I know the stress, or I assume I know the stress that it puts on her. And I want to get more into that, but I want to, again, save that for the next episode. So I do want to touch on the business you want to build for fabrication and the hard work you're going to have to put into that. I want to touch on the logistics business you want to build, Q, and how being on the road has taken a toll. And then I also want to dig more into what I was talking about in terms of uh, having no control over the stability of the home, or at least the work to home ratio from my perspective. So I think that pretty much wraps it up. And we're going to see you guys for the next episode a few weeks from now. Thanks for tuning in. Marriage with Swag is out. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to Marriage with Swag. Do you have a marriage tip or advice? Would you like to be a part of our next podcast? If so, send us an email to marriagewithswag at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. Search for Marriage with Swag. Marriage with S-W-A-G. You can also find us on any of the major platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor. And we want to send a special shout out to those listening on 91.9 FM WDSV in Greenville, Mississippi. Thank you so much for your support and we will see you all next week. Thanks for listening to Marriage with Swag. If you've enjoyed the show, hit the subscribe button. To interact with show hosts, head on over to the official Marriage with Swag Facebook page, where you can like, share, and tell a friend. See you next week on Marriage with Swag.